ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We now stand ten years past the midpoint of a century that has witnessed four major wars among great nations. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. We're live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I am your host, Vince Tagliavia, and this is the show where we go over the news and events of the day or of the days. As today's Monday, we'll be reviewing what's happened over the weekend and today and what's coming up, etc. Welcome. Hope you're all doing well. It's a beautiful day here. January 23rd, 2023, which, by the way, I have to go back and update some titles because I was still uh, titling things 2022 for some reason. So uh, noticed that today, almost a month into the year. That's pretty good. Not too bad, huh? So uh, sorry about that. But anyway, um, that was Eisenhower talking about the military industrial complex. He mentioned the nature of that at the time. It sounds very similar to where we're at today. He even mentioned the spiritual implications. I think we're still in a similar position. He talked about control basically being taken by military and whatnot. I think uh, he's speaking a lot to what we see today as well with this new type of war that we see. I think that this has been going on for longer than uh, people realize. I mean, we might realize it. I think we all understand that it's a slow process of 
brainwashing and control and a complex nature of things going on behind the scenes unseen and all we see are the results of this and the things on the surface but uh here we are here we are what a wonderful wild terrible awesome time to be alive huh i see you guys are piling in here good morning everybody it's monday holy smokes hi grandma revolt hillbilly jackal grits good to see you all good to see you all indeed mr plum zeddy jules good morning good morning thank you thank you thank you and nikki geo allen quilt quilts up i don't know what that means but hey good morning hey Bra hey brainstorm i'm glad you are all here this morning we're going to talk about the news and events i'm sure you guys follow a little bit because it seems with this red pill family crowd the awakened people we all pretty much keep our keep tabs on what's going on pretty good but some of us are just too darn busy i understand that's why a lot of people like to tune into shows like this figure out what's going on whether they're on the road listening or what so uh thanks and shout out to everybody out there who listens to the audio pod audio podcast over there wherever you get your podcasts we appreciate you and we uh hope the quality has improved there and you know we do our best to edit out any technical errors we get during our live shows for you guys and give you the best sound quality we can so uh, I hope that is noticed and appreciated. We're doing good work over here. All right, Jenica, thank you for the lemons. I appreciate that. Um, wow, what a day. I Mondays is my day. I usually I get up super early, like the crack of dawn, and I, I run errands so I don't have to do it during the day because <clears throat> I, I like to work during the day. I don't want to run errands. So um, this morning I ran some errands, and on my way back I have to go pretty far out of town but on my way back something weird happened and it just i wanted to mention it just because it was something weird and i wanted to hear your guys's thoughts we could talk about it later tonight too if you guys want i'll jump on the after chat on the social red pill but this poor old lady was uh asking for a ride she was hitchhiking and I just happened to have to slow down next to her. And she's like, and I saw her from a distance and I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not picking up a hitchhiker. Never have, never planned on it and anything like that. But I stopped next to her and she goes, help me. I'm trying to get to work. And she's all bundled up and cold. It's still dark outside. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this poor old lady. All right. Well, I think I could take her. I'm going to pick her up. <laughs> and I'm reading this book right now about a murder. And this murder happened like not even a quarter of a mile from where she was. And it I was just like, Oh no, what kind of freak is going to pick her up? Who knows, you know, or she's not going to get a ride. She could lose her job. Like I'm just going to give her a ride. So I picked her up and, uh, she was nice. And then I drove her like a mile down the road to her job or two miles. She missed the bus and her car battery's dead and her truck needs in the shop. It's in the shop anyway, weird. So I just wanted to know, do you, have you guys ever picked up a hitchhiker or what do you think about that? <clears throat> totally weird experience but uh, i feel like okay maybe i'll get some good karma out of this who knows <clears throat> especially as shit hits the fan i need all the good karma i could get <laughs> anyway yeah let me know what you guys think in the comments you could leave them over on rumble or on the social red pill or on twitter you could hit me up um anyway let's get into the news you guys enough about me so Let's talk a little bit about finance here. Things are not looking good, I'll tell you what. And I don't think that's that tune is going to change anytime soon. U.S. Treasury 
Treasury Secretary Yellen came out and said that a U.S. default could spark a financial crisis and undermine the dollar's role as a reserve currency. Yeah, I think Yellen is right, and when they start getting closer to the truth, it's kind of a bad sign. I like it better when they give us pretty little lies. It kind of helps us know that we're further away from something actually happening, but now they're changing their tune, and not just from Yellen and the you know, the Treasury Secretary, but from across the media uh, this month, the tune has been changing. And I don't know if they didn't get their bribes deposited in their bank accounts or if they did get their bribes deposited and they were told to change the narrative for whatever. But I think the latter is probably what's going on is that they are still being paid, but they're being told to change the narrative because it fits the grand plan, the globalist scheme. You have to understand the globalists, they don't control our governments per se directly. The globalists are not our governments per se. There maybe are some players in there, but what they do is they infiltrate everything else. Supply chains, companies, media, everything. They control everything. And the government doesn't even matter at that point. And uh, I think that's kind of how they operate here. So it's interesting. And I think they are, uh, I think their plan's going pretty much fine. I think that they're playing us like a fiddle, which is what I named today's show. I really do. I think that the disinformation campaign is very much alive and... I think a lot of people don't realize it. I think we're all victims of the information they put out there that they want us to see. We see it. So we have to use that discernment as we go through the rest of this, this news. I have news from all over, all over the place, us and not. And, um, we have to use our discernment. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. And uh, I do my best to read between the lines and provide it to you guys, but just be aware. Don't believe anything anybody says, no matter what authority they hold or what they profess, unless you can validate it under your own volition. That is the Red Pill Project uh, philosophy, if you will. We have to be diligent on our own accords and help each other out. So that's kind of what this is about. Keep that in mind as we go through this stuff or even as you read headlines yourself and read these articles and start digging into things if you do research because uh, that'll put us in the best position to actually know the real truth. All right, well, let's go. Let's go, go, go. Finance. Uh, this is interesting. Some of, and uh, shout out to the family member who sent me this. I did not know this. So apparently some of the first paper money was used in China about 800 years A.D., and after about 500 years, paper money vanished from the system because too much money was printed and in circulation. Eventually, paper money was abandoned due to inflation and lack of trust in the currency. And history repeats itself. Or as Tim will say, history rhymes. Tim, he's a Red Pill family member. Many of you know him. Uh, if not, then, I mean, if you know, you know. Anyway, my buddy Tim. So, wow, this happened... 1500 years ago and uh, here we are again so buckle up we could see this um microsoft invests oh fuck one second
Microsoft invests billions in chat, B- chat GPT firm OpenAI. One moment. Sorry, a little bit of background noise, but here we go. Chat GPT is an AI technology that a lot of people are feeding. Uh, Microsoft said Monday it had extended its partnership with OpenAI, the research lab and creator of ChatGPT, an artificial intelligence chatbot that has sparked widespread fears of cheating in schools and universities. Uh, my fear is not people cheating in universities and schools. If you if you use an AI to generate a report or some you know facts, I don't think that's really cheating, especially if you go through and understand those facts. What I find disturbing is I, for the first time, experimented with this AI, and you could type things in, whatever you want. You could ask it questions, and it it spits out answers. And it could do writing prompts. It could. It's pretty phenomenal. It's pretty pretty great. It's pretty good. The problem is, who controls it? Right. That's the thing with all technology. It's like. It's like. Um, mRNA technology. I'm sure there are good applications for mRNA technology if we do the proper research and have the right intentions and go the right direction with it. And I really do believe that. However, what we see today is this in the hands of people that want, apparently, and by the looks of things, depopulation. And um, same thing with this AI. In the wrong hands, I think it's extremely detrimental, if not fatal, to to everything we have. And when you're using these things, I think they're already on the path of not going in the right direction because if you start asking questions that don't go with the narrative, it doesn't, it'll lock you out. It'll, you know, there's guidelines and they feed it the information on the internet and that's out there. So you're getting, you know, so you got you could get false information from these things and it just makes you wonder what is going to be the, the future AI? Is it going to be this woke? bullshit uh, thing or is it going to be um, more realistic and actually smart and 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 altruistic if you will and uh, then we get into the more and more advanced it becomes what it'll do on its own accord not just on, under our influence right anyway so this thing's getting big it's huge already and uh, Microsoft's investing more. So what else do we got here? Financially speaking, um, Kishida says that the Japan, uh, that Japan is on the brink of social dysfunction as births fall. Japan has issues with births, man. And I don't think, uh, social dysfunction is the main concern here. Um, sure. Social dysfunction. I'm concerned more about the financial implications of this. Um, you know, it's going to have social consequences, but also financial consequences that are going to span globally. Uh, Josh has talked about it before. The global collapse of currencies could possibly start in Japan. And uh, some things are going down there as far as their population goes. Uh, we have the EU agreeing to keep funding Ukraine. They agreed to an extra 500 million euros, according to the insider paper. Great. Keep that war machine going, right? Mm-hmm. And we have layoffs, more layoffs reported in this first round of layoffs this year. We've already covered so many this month, but now we have Spotify uh, announcing there to lay off 6% of their workforce. 
that's tech jobs there. Spotify, they do podcasting and videos and stuff. Then app, and they have an app and whatnot. Anyway, there is also Ford planning to cut, <coughs> excuse me, thirty-two hundred jobs in their German factory. Uh, the Insider paper reported that. So, let's get out of the financial topic here. Uh, we'll keep our eye on it as the week goes on. But man, make sure you guys position yourselves to not just survive this catastrophe or these what do they call it a multi-catastrophe situation that we find ourselves in or that could get possibly worse we need to not just survive we need to thrive so be smart and check out our sponsors in the description and uh, on our website and whatnot if you want to figure out more get goldtoday.com etc etc yeah check it out in the description uh that's all the plugging i'll do for the show today we also have the fbi bombshell this weekend More classified documents found in Biden's home in a 13-hour search. They found six more documents, and this is what I'm talking about. CNBC, the fakest fake news out there right next to CNN, reported this. We have to ask ourselves why. But here we go. Here's the narrative from CNBC fake news itself. This is a true fact. The FBI finds more classified documents in a 13-hour search of Biden home. This was published on the 21st of January, 2023. Here's some bullet points. FBI agents found more classified documents at President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, during a consensual search lasting nearly 13 hours. Other classified documents were found there earlier this month and in November at a Washington think tank where Biden kept a private office before becoming president. By the way, that office was funded by China, if you don't recall. Yeah, China. Attorney General Merrick Garland earlier this month appointed a special counsel to investigate Biden's retention of government records after he was vice president. Ex-president Donald Trump is under criminal investigation by another special counsel for taking hundreds of classified records from the White House. Shut up. So there's the fake news. Make it about Trump, who had ultimate authority to declassify things. Spin it away from Biden. So they're still spitting it away from him, of course, but here we go. We don't know the details of these documents yet, but here we are. More documents found. They are just piling up. What else do we have here? I'm kind of going quick. Let's see. Uh, Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, is to exit as chief of staff. He's going to resign, and this is a huge loss for Biden, the mainstream narrative is. So that's interesting. We're seeing some resignations happening. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Erdogan says Sweden should not expect Turkey to uh, Turkey's support for NATO bid. They're still fighting this battle to strengthen NATO and strong arm strong arm countries to join. So we'll see how this unfolds. But apparently they don't have good enough uh, control over uh, Turkey there. Interesting. What else? Or yeah, this war is crazy. Um. All right, hold on one second here. Let me check here. All right, we got some quaffy chats. Quaffy, quaffy. <clears throat> All right. Let's see here. We had some crazy stuff happening as far as the destabilization of our social structure goes, our supply chain, our infrastructure globally, not just in our country. 
Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this kind of thing here. Um, the World Economic Forum. At the World at the World Economic Forum, UN regulator issues a stern warning to Elon Musk. They're not liking his uh, his ways. Let's see what they said. It was clear we have the rules, which has to which have to be complied with, and otherwise there will be sanctions. I think that uh, the confidence has been weakened and I, I had quite high level of confidence when it comes to Twitter. I have to say that we worked with knowledgeable people, with the lawyers, with the sociologists who understood that they have to behave in some decent way, not to cause really big harm to the society. I always felt that this, this notion of responsibility was there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call us harm to society. That's our job. Harm to society isn't what you think they might mean by that. It's actually harm to their globalist agenda. That's what they mean. These crazy people. Um, remember when DeMar Hamlin had that cardiac event? Uh, he's a football player. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, DeMar Hamlin had uh, basically a heart attack or some something and uh, collapsed on the field. Everybody thought he would die. They said he didn't die. Um, and everything's been weird since after, since that, like um, a few days after that happened, they put a picture out maybe a week or two later um, where he wasn't hooked up to any like machines or anything uh, by the picture. And he's in the hospital uh, to show he's okay, and it was very weird, and a lot of people were like, that's not Damar, what the hell's going on, why isn't he being monitored, like, usually people have a cardiac event, they're monitored for a lot longer, while more video came out from the NFL, uh, Damar Hamlin isn't being monitored, apparently, I mean, he probably goes to the doctor if, if he's actually alive, this is weird, guys, I mean, they're, it's just odd, let's watch these videos, because people are saying that there's a big, bigger conspiracy here that maybe he actually died and they have a fake person in there. And these kinds of things go around once in a while, but it really trips me out when you look at all the video that people are talking about and it's really like, yeah, so why are they doing it this way? Why is it so secretive? Let's look at this. Tell me what you guys think. I don't know. It's probably him, but come on. Why did they do this like this? So we'll watch a compilation of his recent appearances the NFL showed uh, yesterday. Oh, looks like Damar Hamlin. So here he is in the security little vehicle. He's wearing a face mask. He's wearing glasses. He's wearing a hoodie and a jacket. Can't even tell who the hell it is. Okay, so that's just weird. Why? Is in the building. Yes, if they show him in the stadium in any capacity, it will blow the doors off of this place. Damar Hamlin just showed up. And it looks like his mom and his little brother is there. Oh, oh we great. love to see it. Stay tuned. It's the Bengals. Bills coming up on CBS. Good job. All right. So coming through the store here, there he is in the red with his head down. Glasses, mask, jacket, jacket. Can't see him. Walks 
just around the corner, straight into the elevator. Bye bye. No interview. Nothing. Returned to the facility this week. Sean McDermott telling us it was so good to have him around. He told us it's baby steps right now. It's all completely up to Hamlin. How involved you? Oh, what a great image. There he is in the building. You could just see the outline of his hood. Wants to be every day. A spokesperson close to the family said despite being out of the hospital, he still has a lengthy recovery. He requires oxygen and he has his heart rate monitored regularly, but he is upbeat. He's positive. And I was told he has a big smile. There he is. Fully, I mean, they must have forgot to turn the air on or something. Wearing his jacket. This is like like freezing and below jacket here and he's just wearing it inside like he's not sweating his ass off very odd mask still half up stood up right yeah he did this is it right here what can't a scene. see him directly so odd it's his, his sign what a beautiful triumphant story that galvanized this entire nation Oh. Yeah, what a beautiful triumphant story that galvanized this entire nation. Okay, somebody's crazy. Yeah, Quilt isn't buying it. I'm skeptical too. It's just weird, man. And I'm not a big clone guy or this kind of thing, but this might just be, you know. Uh, Tom Cruise is the only one I know who does his own stunts. So, you know, it's just an odd thing here. And it makes sense if they didn't want him to die and uh, support, you know, that, that all of the conspiracy theorists were right about the died suddenly situation that we're all witnessing. They could potentially just keep him alive with uh, somebody who looks similar. Who knows? I don't know, you guys. I don't. Total speculation. It could be him, and I'm just being stupid, but... It's weird. We don't know. Let's face it. I don't have enough information to prove or deny that it is or isn't him. And that's the reality there. Let's move on. That's enough. Football's stupid. No offense if you're a football fan. It's just not for me. Oh, this was weird. A few of Scotland's wonderfully progressive and kind politicians posing proudly in front of banners calling for women to be decapitated and eaten. And I was like, whoa, what? J.K. Rowling posted this on Twitter. And this is part of the disinformation warfare. This is this is crazy. So, <clears throat> excuse me, here's the these protesters. And they have these signs, decapitate turfs with a picture, a drawing, a little painting of a guillotine, which is a tool used to chop heads off. And then in the background, there's another sign that says, I eat turfs something something and there's a pitchfork drawn on it um i eat turfs blah 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 all these crazy people here in this crowd just with violent decapitate turfs and i'm like what the hell is a turf may call me simple but i didn't know what a turf was i had to look it up apparently According to Wikipedia, which is extremely ridiculous with its content, defines turf as a uh is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist first recorded in 2008. The term was originally used to distinguish trans inclusive feminists from a group of radical feminists who reject, reject the assertion that trans women are women. So a turf is just like 
most normal women, I think, based on this radical ideology that uh, if you chop your breasts off, you're a man. It, like, if you believe that, I guess you're a turf and you're a woman. Basically, it's women who want to protect what a woman is, which apparently, um, like, a lot of a lot of crazy people can't even define what a woman is. But um, that's what they're talking about, and it's crazy. So basically, they want to kill women who don't support radical uh, gender mutilation practices or things like this, which is just crazy and radical. And I was pretty surprised to see this. And the problem with this is you have Wikipedia putting out content like this, defining turf as like a having a negative connotation. What the fuck even is a turf? I, it's so stupid to even say it. I feel stupid. I feel stupider for talking about it. But the thing is, they make it sound like, oh my gosh, if you have these beliefs, then you're a radical and. Uh, you don't care and you're not inclusive and you're a bigot and you're evil. And this is how they trick people. This is how they convince people to join their radical ideologies is they make it about fitting in. They make it about being accepted. They make it a bigger social issue and they, they trick people. This is why there's kids who fall into this trap. It's because everything they see supports them going in that direction just by doing a simple Google search and then the top results being all this garbage. And then, you know, having, you just radicalize one or two of them and then they start radicalizing each other, just having normal conversations like this or putting on shows or whatever. So, holy moly, that's how it works. Anyway, <clears throat> speaking of radicalized groups, Antifa rioted in, in Atlanta the other night, the 21st. They were originally talking about going out on the 20th, which was Friday night, but things got hot in Atlanta on the 21st. Here's somebody I found on Twitter. Give them a nice follow here. They talked, they discussed, uh, they explained what's going on pretty concisely, and I'll just play that for you. People that came from California, Maryland, Ohio, Virginia, not even from here, Pennsylvania. Um, and they have a group called Save the Atlanta Forest. So they started squatting there, camping out there, basically starting homeless camps there. And the SWAT team and state troopers came in to move them out because they're trying to build a building there. And one of them shot at a state trooper and put him in the hospital. Well, because he wanted to play that game, he got shot and killed. So yesterday, seven of those were charged with domestic terrorism. And they were calling for a night of rage in Atlanta to go and destroy Atlanta, even though this guy got killed for shooting at a cop. So now, as we speak, they're rioting in Atlanta, burning cop cars, breaking windows, setting fires. It's just crazy. That's the story behind that. People that came. We're taking you right now. You can see people running in opposite directions and if you on see, the other yeah, side Eric, of that. Yeah, Tyler. Go I ahead. do want to. Yeah, Eric, we're far enough away. You'll see the officer right there with APD. He has uh, what appears to be zip ties. Uh, we're not for far enough down where we can't see if they've taken anyone into custody, but it did appear that they were ready to do that uh, to try to uh, try to calm the situation that's unfolding here. And as you said, this really.
A protest initially to try to uh, protest what happened on Wednesday here, where, uh, I mean, they were handing out that vehicle still uh, up in flames here over at the at Andrew Young and Peachtree. And if you take a look over here, if you pan over, I want to show you. This is what they were handing out at that protest. So it was a largely peaceful protest where they just wanted what they're calling justice uh, for to to uh, for to 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 so sorry that uh, he just a guy. Uh, and right now uh, you'll see basically they want uh, justice for him after the shooting that happened uh, when they Atlanta police and the different law enforcement agencies were raiding uh, the forest over there to try to uh, uh, basically clear out the forest after everything that was going on. Um, all related to this, uh, it was Entrenchment Creek Park. We're taking you right Good now. God. Mostly peaceful. They just burned a police car to the ground and destroyed buildings and threw fireworks. <sighs> Fake news. Summer of Love 2.0. Stay out of the cities. Holy crap. Oh, uh, was I muted? Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Plum. Okay, we'll move on here. Demo uh, Democrat Catherine Clark. Okay, she has a son who apparently is Antifa. <laughs> Let's look at this story. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um... <clears throat> Actually, I have a better, better article, but Democrat Catherine Clark recalls her child waking up with nightmares over climate change. This was posted in 2022. And then uh, Jack Sobick reported that her son was arrested for assaulting a cop during a Boston Antifa event. And the Daily News reported <clears throat> Congresswoman Catherine Clark's non-binary Antifa son arrested for defacing Boston Common Monument with all cops are bastards <laughs> is the end product of neglectful parenting. So here's uh, her wonderful uh, son. Um, yeah. The son of Massachusetts Congresswoman Catherine Clark, name, his name's Jared Riley, was arrested over the weekend in Boston for defacing the Parkman Bandstand Monument on the Boston Common with Antifa propaganda. Oh my, okay, this was, yeah, Rip Tortuguida, the guy who attempted to murder a police officer. Uh, thank God the police officer survived, but of course, when a police officer sir, is shot at, other police shoot back at whoever's trying to murder police. So, unfortunately, that Antifa uh, terrorist was was uh, shot and died, and Antifa's just up in arms about that. They don't get it. They don't understand it, but, you know, that's crazy people for you. This is crazy. Stay away from these Goons. Mostly peaceful terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Seven. So this crazy lady has fostered her a little terrorist child. I call them a child because they're clearly not capable of independent thought. Um, let's move on here. I think this is important. How pollinator decline leads to food shortages and malnutrition 
a lot of us have gardens and whatnot and want to try to be more independent. This article is about pollinators like bees and butterflies and beetles and how the decline of these insects are responsible for reducing global production of nuts, fruits, and vegetables by 3-5%. to 5%. And uh, so this is just kind of a reminder. When you're planting your gardens or, you know, not even your gardens, but around your gardens, I guess these kinds of things are part of gardens that you don't necessarily eat, but they're good for the ecosystem. Like, you know, some people might plant marigolds to keep, animals away from their vegetables and things like this, but we need to make sure we plant native plants to your area that support insects and beetles and bees and all this kind of thing. So keep that in mind. Um, I think it's, I think it's a good idea to increase that stuff. And I got a theory. So in my town, there's a shitload of deer and you can't hunt within the town. You got to go outside the town a few miles, but uh, people are always like, don't plant that. The deer's going to eat it. Don't plant that. The deers are just going to eat it. And it's like, there's a lot of deer food, by the way, they eat everything. So it's like, they don't eat every flower that you plant, you know, they, they're pretty well fed. So they don't clean everything out. So I'm just thinking, why don't we all just plant everything that they eat? Let's just plant all the good stuff, make everything real bushy and dense. And they're not going to eat everybody's stuff. Like, they're going to just walk by and maybe take a little bit and they're not going to totally deplete your resource, right? Doesn't that make sense? Instead of just not planting their food, plant a shitload of their food so that it doesn't get all eaten. They could just walk down the street and be full and walk right past the next yard because they're not hungry. I don't know. That's just my theory. We should all plant all the good stuff. There's plenty. There will be plenty to go around. That's my theory. Or maybe it would make the population boom. I don't know. Anyway, that's just my theory. Let me know what you think. Um, pollinators are important though. Apparently bees aren't even native to the United States, which is crazy. So I'm actually doing some research on that. I'm trying to find out maybe I could breed some pollinators in my area or whatever, but at least plant plants that they like. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of the environment, uh, Greta Thunberg, here's a video of her. She... On Friday, we got this really dopey video of her laughing and being followed by reporters. And let's listen to what she says here. Never protest Saudi Arabia or Russia. You only protest Western energy. Why have you never criticized Vladimir Putin or OPEC? <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. Never, ever. Well, will you do so now? Will you condemn OPEC energy? course not yeah you know that's a really great point they never protest anybody but the west <laughs> how dare you so hmm. uh we had pakistan in the news this morning they've been hit by a nationwide power outage nationwide power outage uh due to a grid failure I thought this was a really interesting story. I think this is just the beginning of the future of the world as far as energy goes, thanks to the war in Russia and Ukraine and much, much more. Businesses and hospitals suffer as officials refuse to comment on when electricity will be full or fully restored. Actually, they did respond. They said it would take about 12 hours 
uh, give or take. So we'll see. But Islamabad, Pakistan. Pakistan has suffered a nationwide power outage due to a technical fault that has left large swaths of the country, including the capital Islamabad, without electricity. In a statement on Twitter, the energy ministry said the system frequency of the national grid went down at 7.34 a.m. on Monday morning. System maintenance work is in progress, is progressing rapidly, the tweet added. They said when the systems were turned on at 7.30 a.m., one by one, frequency variation was reported in the southern part of the country between Jamshoro and Daru. There was a fluctuation in voltage and power generating units were shut down one by one due to the cascading impact. This is not a major crisis, he said. So thankfully, the distribution system has not been affected, but we still need power to switch on the generation plants, which can only be done one by one, he told reporters, saying that a three member inquiry committee had been formed to investigate the cause of the outage. They're also telling them uh, here. He says, uh, we operate on 40% gas and 60% electricity, but there is already a gas shortage. And with the power outage today, our facility, our factory operations are closed down for the day. This was Kenran uh, Ashad. He's the managing director of a textile company. And he's talking about how much money he's losing. Okay. Anyway, they, uh, they could operate for a few days, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's enough. So I think, basically, this is, I think, indicative of what we see with the gas supply that we're fighting over. Uh, Russia's cinching their lines. Uh, there obviously was the attack on the pipeline, the Russian pipeline. All the stuff going on. Trade war. So, uh, not good. Also, in that article, they talk about... Residents are asked or businesses, I believe it's just businesses are being asked or they have already been asked to stop using power after 830 p.m. to conserve and that they shut down their power at night to conserve the energy and that when they put it back up in the morning, when they booted it back up, it, it got overloaded and crashed, like they said, something like that. So uh, I think this is going to start happening globally and they're going to say, Look, hey, uh, by the way, their citizens did not listen to stop using power after 830. They just still use it, which is maybe why this happened. But anyway, a lot of countries have done this where they try to limit when you can use power and how much power you can use um, as they keep this war going. That could be common everywhere, even in the West, where they're trying to knock us down to a third world country. So just wild stuff doesn't hurt to have alternative power sources get creative build things uh you know wind solar etc etc it's all good it's all good especially on a single person use basis or a single household you can do a lot with alternative energy sources that are off-grid uh in the case of emergencies you know even a generator uh is better than nothing especially if you have a solar power generator um or propane slash gas. It's all good. So, uh, or oil or not oil, but you know what I mean? Anyway, uh, we had more crazy protesters this time in Italy. Oh my gosh. This time they're crazy because of the health situation that we're facing as many of us are. 
they painted things like which is vaccine equals death pro-vax doctors are murderers sudden deaths are from vaccines and live free I guess that's their symbol uh, this is on a um, central health building in Italy that they targeted uh, somebody's not happy uh, probably because our loved ones are dying suddenly um, which we'll talk about more in a minute in uh, a big story coming out of California you know they must be trying to pass some gun legislation here pretty soon on account of all of the shootings that occurred over the weekend one of the big ones might be the biggest one was in California where 10 people died uh, Monterey Park I believe it was all my Californian friends out there you'll know here are some bullet points by NBC News one of our favorite fake news websites uh, that they put out there so what you need to know about the mass shooting in yeah Monterey Park 10 people were killed and at least 10 others were wounded police said Sunday the suspect was identified as who can Tran 72 who died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna said. The suspect was found dead in a van in Torrance after a traffic stop led to a standoff, Luna said. Authorities found evidence in the van linking the suspect to both the Monterey Park shooting and another incident in a nearby city of Alhambra, Luna said. Okay, so this was a shooting at an establishment that... Uh, was like an Asian establishment. I think it was a club or I don't know what it was. I don't actually know, but whatever it was, a lot of Asian people were shot. The mainstream narrative was, oh my gosh, probably a white supremacist shooter out there going crazy. We need to take all the guns. No, this is a 72 year old Asian man. Okay, so the fake news, once again, jumping onto the race card right away and saying all this crazy stuff, all these crazy liberals on Twitter just being silly. Anyway, this, uh, he didn't get arrested, or he was never arrested, but he didn't kill himself until the next day uh, when he got pulled over. He shot himself in his van. So, interesting story there. I think this is a testament to the mental health of the world, and uh, people hate hearing that. They're like, it's not mental health, it's guns. It's guns are the problem. No. Guns are not the problem here. Anyway. Um... All right. <clears throat> um, we have more on this Antifa situation. One of the suspects arrested in the Atlanta attack by Antifa is Francis Carroll, who was out on bail for domestic terrorism from an arrest last month at the Autonomous Zone. He's been charged with terrorism again, arson, and more. He is from a multi-millionaire main family. So it's just this rich kid who's radicalized. Cool. Francis. Ah, here he is. Son of millionaire Maine surgeon, grew up in a gigantic $2 million Kennebunk Port mansion and sailed on his parents' stunning yacht. So, you know, life for this kid has probably been just so difficult and he's just doing such great stuff in the world. I don't know what it is, but apparently money doesn't buy you good children. 
Uh, we can see that from Hunter Biden and this kid. Um, what else we got here? Ukraine. Oh, well, it's it's settled. Ukraine's actually great. They're uh, white hats because the Ukraine Defense Ministry has denied corruption claims. So it's settled. Uh, they must be just we were wrong on that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Ukraine's defense ministry Sunday denied reports it had grossly inflated food prices for a recent contract and the worst corruption scandal to engulf the armed forces since the war broke out. On Saturday, national media reports accused the media ministry of having signed a deal at prices two or three times higher than current rates for basic food. Eggs, which cost around 19 cents in a shop, were contracted for 46 cents, while the ministry also signed for potatoes at more than double the retail price, according to the news website ZN.UA. It said the signed contract for 2023 would be worth 13 billion hirvinia, more than $350 million at the current rate. So, <laughs> it's just more freaking money laundering. But they denied it, so, you know... I'm sure they'll do a full investigation and they'll find nothing. <laughs> it's obvious, though. You can't just... You can't deny that. It's pretty black and white. It's like, hey, why are you guys charging us so much more than what this stuff's costing? Hello? They think we're stupid. Um, the U.S. says Ukraine is preparing for a counteroffensive for springtime. So, the war machine continuing. Alright, let's talk health. Let's talk about health here. <laughs> Um, big things happening in the health landscape. I'm sure uh, you guys are aware of some of this, but Elon Musk, if you guys didn't see, he came out and revealed major side effects from the vaccine. He, this is weird, okay, because he came out in the past saying he didn't get vaccinated, but now here he is saying that he had major side effects from the vaccine. Elon Musk said he felt like he was dying after his second COVID-19 booster shot. He said, quote, I had major side effects from my second booster shot. He felt like felt like I was dying for several days. Hopefully no permanent damage, but I don't know. So did he take it? Did he not take it? I don't know. But he's saying he did. And and then he said, that, oh, it was required for me to go to the Germany plant. That's why I took it. It's like, dude, no, it's not required. Holy smokes. Don't go then, dude. Oh my gosh. So if Elon drops dead, suddenly we know why. Diamond and Silk. Uh, Diamond passed away, as you guys know. We covered this when she did. Uh, rest in peace, Diamond. Silk came out and did a pretty wonderful speech in front of Donald Trump on this and posed a really interesting question. Let's listen to a part of her speech. And another thing, instead of asking if Americans are vaxxed or unvaxxed, the real question to ask is, are Americans being poisoned? In the wild, when they want to depopulate and sterilize a large group of animals, they usually inject one animal. And then that one animal, in fact, the rest of the animals. So technically, and according to the science, it doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or not. 
as long as the gain of function allows one injected person to transfer and affect another person and that person affect another person, eventually everyone will be affected in one way or the other. So, in case some of you have been hiding under a rock or still stuck in denial, people are dropping dead around here. And nobody's talking about it. They're dropping dead suddenly and unexpectedly. The catchphrase is sad, S-A-D, sudden adult death syndrome. Many calls it a conspiracy theory. I call it murder. Wow. Titillating stuff. Dr. Stella responded. Dr. Stella Emanuel. She said, shedding. We get patients complaining of bizarre symptoms after hanging around vaxxed relatives and friends all the time, ranging from menstrual issues to headaches, cloudiness in mind, etc. We are going to have a panel of doctors on a Twitter space on February 1st, 2023 at 7 p.m. to discuss it. So I'm looking forward to that Twitter space. I'll probably tune in and check that out. Um, let's see this other video here I thought was interesting. Of course, everything you guys take with a grain of salt. I don't know. But here is Dr. Peter McCullough talking about spike proteins. Another disturbing finding, there's two papers, one by um, Alden, first author, Yang D. Marinus, senior author, another one by Kara Gokulis. I'm also a co-author of that paper, demonstrating the vaccines, because they stay in the body so long, it looks like they do permanently install into the human genome. The, the government, as they develop these vaccines, uh, they went, as they kind of rushed it through the final stages, there was no assurances that these were safe. There was no genotoxicity, no teratogenicity studies um, now th th to learn. And, and in autopsy studies, the spike protein produced from the genetic material is found in the heart. Bowmeyer and colleagues have shown that. It's found in the brain, yeah. found in the brain, Mora and colleagues. So I can tell you, everyone who's taken the vaccine has this material in their brain, their heart, their adrenal glands, mm -hmm. reproductive organs. Uh, it, it's really a terrible thought. My heart goes out to people who have taken the vaccine. The vaccines, the messenger RNA vaccines for short, th they've never been demonstrated to actually leave the body. They, they look like they're permanent, uh, as well as the spike protein that's produced after them. This is very disturbing. So it's hard to guide. I was saying, you know, 30 days refrain from kissing and sexual contact in, with a vaccinated person. But I'm now extending that to at least 90 days and and conservatively maybe extended from a point forward. I know there's married couples and all kinds of of, of personal implications there, but but no, this messenger RNA looks like it's for keep. Every shot is accumulating in the body with no ability for the body to get rid to of remove. it. Wow. Some terrifying information there, but you know, my point isn't to scare the shit out of everybody. There's things we could do to protect ourselves even in a worst case scenario situation like shedding and all this stuff you know um there are things we could do we are very strong we are it's true um for instance here we go here is a study that was done vitamin d status in hospitalized patients with covid or sars-cov-2 infections let's see what they found in this study just briefly here we'll go through of this uh, journal article and down here it says that uh, 
vitamin D deficiency was found in 82%, 82.2% of COVID-19 cases and 47.2% of population-based controls. So 82% of the people with COVID had a vitamin D deficiency. Um, it's not to say this is 100%. You can't, you know, I'm not going to pretend I'm a doctor or anything, obviously, but... Um, a lot of doctors might say if you have a high amount of vitamin D and other vitamins, you're way less likely to have bad effects from any disease, let alone COVID, what they call COVID. I don't know. I don't think I ever got COVID. I don't know what the hell that's about. But <clears throat> so uh, vitamin D is very important. You get it from the sun. You get it from supplements. So make sure we try to keep our levels up and uh, stay healthy. This guy, Scott Adams, I guess he was a staunch, um, he was a critic of what's going on here with this vaccine. He was always pro-vaccine and all this stuff, but he has changed his tune. This is a huge win for the truth. Here we go. Listen to what he said. Having a... Uh Having said as clearly as possible that the anti-vax people seem to be the winners, I want you to hear that clearly. The anti-vax people appear to be the winners. The anti-vaxxers clearly are the winners at this point, and I think it'll probably stay that way. And, and I don't want to put any shade on that whatsoever. They came out the best. They, they have the winning position. The unvaccinated have a current advantage. Because they, they feel better. The, the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about, which is, I wonder if that vaccination five years from now... Because really, the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did, well, you won. You won. <laughs> you won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all agree with that, right? I did not end up in the right place. The right place would be natural immunity, no, no vaccination. You should take victory, and I should take defeat. We can agree on that, right? That, that my position is now the weakest, and, and your position has gone from the weakest to the strongest, and that we can just say that's true. The people who didn't give acts are absolutely in the winning position. You win. You win. You are the winners. You are the winners. Right. Let me say that part with no ambiguity. You won. You won. All right. So this video obviously is edited highly, heavily, but um, I'm not sure if uh, Scott Adams edited himself that way or if it was edited later, but I do think the message is not out of context there and that he has changed his mind. He's just a critic of vaccines. I'm sure. I don't know who he is. He's, uh, I guess we could look it up. He was a fairly popular vaccine critic um scott adams 
an American author and cartoonist. Oh, is this the same guy? Let me look at him. I believe that might be him. Let's see. One second. Hmm. Um... Scott Adams. I don't know who he is. He's a critic of it. He might be this cartoonist guy. Um, is this him? One sec. I don't know. I don't know. But if you guys know, let me know. Um, find out for you. Just somebody who's staunch against vaccines. I'm sure he probably had... Uh, a channel, obviously, and he's changed his tune there. Um, Australia death by heart attack has surged by seventeen percent uh, in twenty twenty two. What changed? Yeah, I wonder why. We know why. What changed? The vaccine, um, blood clots, of course. The blood clot narrative, everyone's getting blood clots, micro clots, get your blood tested because people are finding micro clots. And this is what this article says by express.co.uk, just this bullshit fake news article, blood clots, compound found in eggs linked to an enhanced risk of blood clotting. It goes on to explain how we shouldn't eat eggs because they'll make your heart stop. Well... <laughs> It's ridiculous that they go through that. And it's very misleading because, you know, it's partly true. Um, Dr. Simon Goddick posted this. What the article does not tell you is that choline, which they say is responsible for giving you blood clots, is also an essential and neuroprotective nutrient for the brain. So that's this is like saying... It's just misleading. It's a great substance for your brain, but then they're saying, oh, but it clots your blood, and it's in eggs, and get the hell out of it. Get, get, stop it. Stop it. He's a cartoonist and the creator of Gilbert. Oh, okay, thank you. <clears throat> I thought so. Yeah, right? I love eggs. Come on. And they've always had this egg nonsense going on. They're like, don't eat the yellow part of eggs. That'll, that'll, you know, that'll stop your heart. And then they're like, uh, you know, just eat the white part. Don't eat the yolk. And then what else? Don't eat eggs at all. All this crazy nonsense. And then they're like, you know, same thing with salt. Don't eat salt. Don't salt your food. Don't do this. Your cholesterol. Oh, oh, oh. I think it's all bogus nonsense, a lot of it. Anyway, talk to a doctor about it. I'm not a doctor. I'm just some schmo on the internet. But uh, we've talked to some doctors, and I'll tell you what, I think we might be right. Um, but not a doctor, not medical advice. Anyway, we've got so much more going on. We've had people die suddenly over the weekend. I'm not going to go further than just letting you know that. We'll maybe cover that tonight if we uh, if we do. We'll see. But um, let's see real quick. There's, we have a lot more going on here. Um I'm going to go through the notes really quick. I know we're out of time, actually. I didn't even realize I went over. Um, all of these are big, big stories, but I'm not, I don't have time to go over them. So 
we may cover them tonight or tomorrow or etc etc i have more antifa videos i didn't show um uh, Mueller claimed Seth Rich was not involved in the Russia collusion email scandal without ever examining Rich's work laptop. That was from Friday. Um, the CDC is trying to get people to get all their vaccines at once. Once monkeypox, flu, COVID. They're like, get them all, get them all. Yeah, it's good. It's good for you. No, thank you. Good news. Uh, Ohio legislature passes a bill to ban the COVID-19 vaccine mandates at schools and universities. Wow, good. Um, just crazy. Uh, pathogen is killing crabs, according to a UK study. Plus, we have an invasive species of crabs from overseas. Just, re re uh, just killing our uh, Dungeness crabs terrible i think this is just a part of a plan to destroy life so we can't eat so we can't survive from the ocean just you know deplete the populations of salmon and crab and shrimp and fish and sardines and tuna i think that's the plan really um anyway let's stop there and we'll reconvene tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific time josh reed will be hosting the daily dose uh, and you guys are welcome to join us there live. Thank you, Darren. My pleasure. It's good to see you all. Um, Scott Adams replied to that video. Did you see that? No, Mr. Plum. I didn't see his response. Did, what did he say? Uh, we'll see if, uh, Mr. Plum gets back to me on that. Thank you, Gump, for the dollar. Vince, but Vince, you're our schmo. <laughs> Thank you, Gump. Oh, uh, Wow. I appreciate that donation and uh, happy to be your schmo. <laughs> All of your schmo. Uh, let's see here. There are links in the description in case you guys are like, what the heck happened to uh, redpills.tv? Um, well, we're, we have a new website. Uh oh, I need to, let me give you guys the link. Is this it? This isn't it. Hold on. We got a new website link, so if you guys want to check that out, I need to update the description with it, but I'll let you know what that is here in case you guys want to go there. Um, um, um uh, Let's see. Also, in the comments, let me know if you've ever pitched up, picked up a hitchhiker. Um, the new website is redpillprojectmedia.com. Let's check it out. Red Pill. It's much better. Redpillprojectmedia.com. And this may change here in the near future. I'm not sure if we're going to change the domain or not. But here's our new website. Red Pill Project. Unfolding the global conspiracy. If you put your email in here, then you can uh, get notified with a daily newsletter letting you know um, information about the show and some sponsor links and stuff like this or if you want to get the link to join our private zoom chats and these kinds of things you could go there uh and get those daily emails and or if you just want a reminder of when the show's live you know what the title is and the link to get to the show you can subscribe there and in case we ever get censored and we need to get in touch of you with you we'll have your email in order to send you information so if you if you go to red pill uh red pill project 
media.com and put your email in there. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, and links to all of our shows and all of our sponsors are here. Redpillprojectmedia.com. Honey Colony, one of our new uh, partners here. Check it out. Redpills.tv slash honey. Good stuff and everything else. So thank you, everybody. I just wanted to show you that. I know some people were looking for that. Also, please join the Social Red Pill, our private social network. It's a lot of fun. You can share all kinds of things, uh, news or just personal stuff, your garden or projects or thoughts, um, any research or anything. Or if you want to reach out to Josh or myself, you can just join social, the Social Red Pill www.socialredpill.com doesn't cost you a dime so join join and say hello to the Red Pill family alright everybody take care have a great day God bless and God speed